Lord Jesus, we will sing forever the same praises that we sing today to the same Lord. Remind us, Lord, that there's no circumstance that you can invade with your grace and your power. And right now, Lord, for Miss Nup, we pray for her as she struggles in a way that's a mystery to us, but not a mystery to you. We pray that you would raise her up and give her strength, all the care and attention that she needs. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you're with us all this morning, that your heart is always for the one who's struggling. Thank you, God, for your power to heal, to raise, to uphold. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. You may be seated. We're praying for Miss Snup. She fainted while we were worshiping. I understand that was a report that came to me. Uh, our ushers may have a place where uh, she might be moved. If we need to call medics, let's do that. But let's see that she gets. Okay. Okay. Lord, we thank you that you're at work. Amen. Amen. Amen, right here in our midst. Well, this morning, let, let me give you a quick report. Um, you know, the Lord calls us to love our neighbor. And in past years, we've loved our neighbor by uh, digging whale, wells in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. I don't know if you remember that. We raised $15,000. It was matched by $15,000. We built four wells that served almost... Uh, I think, I think it was 20,000 people in those communities that had not fresh, clean water before that. An amazing thing that God can do with their funds. Uh, and as you know, um, many Afghan refugees are coming to America. Uh, we learned about three or four weeks ago that there would be 800 or so, 200 some odd families that would be relocating to the Tulsa area. and. Uh, uh, my heart, as I assume many of your hearts are, to do what we can there. Uh, we've looked, a team of us have looked into uh, what an apartment would cost in order to put somebody up, we think, for a year, uh, the first year, and then after that we hope to have helped them enough that they've got their feet under them and can be self-sustaining. Uh, but we see a need to uh, maybe sign a year's lease somewhere, and the approximate cost of that is going to be about $15,000. It's not cheap to find uh, an apartment, two-bedroom apartment in Broken Arrow. Uh, so it's, it's not inexpensive, uh, but that's within our reach as a church uh, to do something like that. Uh, we've had a bit of frustration in terms of uh, the process where we'll actually identify that family, find out who they are, get connected with them, and so forth. We're still working on that, but even now, if you want to start giving towards the Love Your Neighbor Fund, that's what we're going to call it, the Love Your Neighbor Fund, if you have some special offerings that you want to give over this time and start building a nest egg for, for that support. Anything that is not used for that, let's say we find out at the end of this process that the apartment that we hoped would be available, somebody else got it. Or the, the family that we thought would help, another church is already adopted and, and, and they're being helped. If, if we should find that we have prepared 
for that circumstance and we can't specifically invest in that, those monies will be a part of our Provident Fund that help people in need uh, on an ongoing basis. So none of that money will be lost, uh, but it'll go to love our neighbor. So um, feel free to do that this morning. I was just struck by some of the words that we sang. They're, they're heart words for us because many of us learned that old hymn coming up. Uh, bright hope for today, strength for today, bright hope for tomorrow. You know, that's one of the benefits of believing in a God. I believe in God, the Father Almighty. Because He's Almighty, there's nothing He can't do. Because He's Father, what won't He do? We serve a God like that, of that kind of goodness, of that kind of interest in our own lives. And so hope is something that is ours as a gift. It's one of those things that last eternally, faith, hope, and love, these three. But the greatest of those is love. And I would agree with that. But one of the most important of those is hope. Hope that no matter what our circumstances, our God is bigger than that circumstance. And Jesus wants us to remember that, especially in these times when we come forward for communion. Do this, he said, in remembrance of me. Not just remembering what he was, but remembering who he was and who he is for us. In uh, the 1900s, there were uh, many projects taken on by a group called the Tennessee Valley Authority. And uh, if you'll see the picture on the screen, there are many of... Uh, the uh, Tennessee Valley Authority locations that they would discover like on the Tennessee River that it would flood in certain places and it had been flooding and costing life in several communities and so what they did was they built a dam to back up the waters and control the waters well that was good for everybody downstream right but for cities that were upstream the creating of the dam and often the lake that was created by that put some cities underwater forever I've heard the story of one city that got the uh, note of condemnation for their city. That there was no hope that when the dam was built that their city would be underwater. But there was a mistake made. And the waters of the lake never came that high. But the people, when they first heard that there was no hope, they, they moved out of that community. And strangely enough, in just a few short years, with nobody living in that community, nobody maintaining that community, in the absence of those people, that town turned into a ghost town that was unrecoverable. It would have cost far more to have reclaimed that town and rebuilt it than it would to have just moved on, and that's exactly what happened. Hope. When it's lost, things implode. But we as Christians are called to be the salt of the earth. We give a hopeful flavor because of the God that we trust. We can trust him. On the night that he gave himself up for us, Jesus took bread. And it was much easier to get a hold of because it wasn't under cellophane. <laughs> On the
the night in which Jesus gave himself up for us, he took bread. And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he broke the bread, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And likewise, after supper, Jesus took the cup. And he gave thanks to you, our Father, and he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take, drink from this, all of you, for this is the cup of the new covenant poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, Lord God, we remember you. What a gift that is to know the true God, the God that is almighty, the God that is Father, the God that is for us, the God that can move anything, floodwaters, mountains, whatever's necessary in order to take care of his kids. Thank you, Lord God, for being such a good God in whom our trust is always well-placed. Bless this juice and bread. Make it be for us the body and blood of Christ as we as the body of Christ partake of it. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, we pray. Amen.